When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on guys? Welcome back to Pure Evil MMA. I'm so excited to be here once again because as I promised to every one of you guys, we're going to be doing this once a week like we used to because this is our year. 2022 MMA is exciting again and oh, okay. MMA feels alive and exciting. It's been a while since that's happened. We're seeing fighters that have been fighting their asses off for years that we never thought would make it to where they are today. We've seen fighters that we thought were unstoppable get stopped. We've seen some of the best matchups already in 2022 and even some interesting questions that we got today for you guys. So I hope that you guys are just as excited as I am because there's an amazing Fight going down this weekend for UFC. Bobby Green stepping back in there, man. What a badass that guy is. I can't wait. He's taking this fight on such short notice. He's been in there and he's been putting on some crazy brawls. And if you guys don't know how far back Bobby Green goes, man, he's been fighting since Bully Beatdown with Mayhem Miller on MTV. And I blame Mayhem Miller for turning MTV into that cringe culture because after Bully Beatdown went down, after Bully Beatdown went down, everything inside, everything inside the mixed martial arts scene, not mixed martial arts, but the MTV scene turned to uh, that style. But Bully Beatdown was one of my favorites. We had so many celebrities on there. Eddie Alvarez going in, but Bobby Green, Man, that was like 20 years ago, and this man's back doing it once again. Really quick, let me check on the stream, make sure we got sound. There we go. Uh, current bitrate is lower than recommended. Well, that's too bad. All right, so we got a lot to run down. I mean, John Bones Jones is back in the news. Aldo Cruz back in the news. Um, Kevin Lee back in the news, along with Habib and man rampage's son is back in it which i also have faber coming back we're going to be talking about walker we're going to be talking about ronda rousey david branch and we're going to be giving a happy birthday shout out right now to the former ufc light heavyweight champ jan blakowicz uh and then the upcoming fight versus islam versus green who's islam's 21 and 1 green 29 and 12 man 2013 making his ufc debut 
back at UFC 156, Aldo versus Edgar. So hope you guys are excited for this. Let's jump into the news, but before we do that, you know what we gotta do first here, guys. Make sure to subscribe down below here on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you're tuning into this, press subscribe. If you wanna watch the live shows, right now it's about 3.30 here on the East Coast, close to New York, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna be doing the shows Mondays, Thursdays, or Fridays, but make sure, go to youtube.com slash pureevilmma and you will get the bell notification that will alert you every time I'm about to go live. So with that being said, guys, let's jump right into it. Here we go. Man, I don't even know where to start on this right now because there's just so much going down. Between these past couple of events that we've had, there's nothing for anyone out there to be complaining about. But here's where I want to start this. I want to start this out talking about the BMF title. Now, if you listened to the last episode of Pure Evil MA, you know that the discussion was heavily focused on Nate Diaz. Where is his future? What is he doing? He says he wants to do one more fight and retire. He wants to fight Dustin. Yeah, they've been trying to set that fight up for how long now? How long have they been trying to set up that fight? Man, I'd rather see them go in there and do the BMF title again because raise your hand, press like right now if you feel like you got robbed from that entire event. I mean, screw the rock, but it, it was something that we've never seen the UFC do ever before and here we had it it was such a big deal for some strange reason i mean most of us diehards would be so against it but it was fun i mean we were seeing people like nate Diaz and jorge masvidal that we've been watching for years but yet they never had their chance and finally they were getting praised and what a what a great title the belt was badass but the way the fight went down i mean i'm not happy and if nate diaz is gonna retire I don't even know if I want to see the Conor McGregor trilogy. I mean, that, that's over and done with. It's not going to ever be as exciting as it once was. So let me know what you guys think about that because Jorge Masvidal is going to be fighting with Kobe Covington. Now, I have that set up for you guys somewhere in here. So let's get into that conversation. Because Kobe Covington had an interview this week with our least favorite MMA journalist, um, Stephen A. Smith. And he had some pretty interesting things to say. If I can find my phone for you, I will play it for you. But this is a fight that's really interesting. Only because back in the day, these two were so close, guys. They were training together over at uh, American Top Team. I would tune into... Uh, Kobe Covington's Instagram lives, right? And he was constantly with Jorge Masvidal. Always with Jorge Masvidal. Now, I'm going to pull up my Twitter page for you guys. Split. 
first of all, I'm going to come to you first, Jorge. What's the issue? Y'all used this. to One be more time, guys. You used to be roommates. What the hell has happened? What's going on? It first started off with this piece of paper. paying you my first? coach $12,500 for a fight that my coach coached him his whole career. Then when he had the chance to finally pay back the $12,500, he didn't. So I went out there and paid my coach out of my own pocket. So since then, it was already like, I'm going to at some point. Look at him smiling. He can't even keep a straight face. Yeah, everybody at American Top Team knows that's why you got kicked out. You're soon to be kicked out of this gym, too, because you don't pay your bills and you're drowning in debt from all the loan sharks. Your money in South Florida in the poker. You know what? You know what? You know what's going to happen to you. You pay that money, too. Keep smiling. Little can't wait to break those fake teeth. Let me hear from him. Let me hear from him, Jorge. Kobe, Kobe, respond to that. Respond to what he just said, Kobe. What are your thoughts about it? He's say, accusing you of. What's your response? Fake news. Steven, it's fake news. Anything George says. Let him talk, Jorge. Let him talk. Anything. Anything George says. Let him spin it. Let him spin it. Your teeth are fake news. Yeah, he's getting paid a lot of money like Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, but he ain't doing nothing. He ain't doing anything. Hey. Stephen A, you can go you ask doing? his owner, his master, what Dan Lambert, his master, knows how much I actually got paid. That night that I made that paycheck, I got paid of half of what, what that, that said. The commission said I made double what I said. I got paid half that. Boom. Jorge Masvidal doing it again, man. Pulling Kobe in his place. I, I couldn't even believe it when I first saw this interview. I was This was the first time I was not upset with Stephen A. Smith doing an MMA interview because he was able to get the heat going. And the caption for this tweet that, uh, let's give a shout out to whoever retweeted this. Ibrahim uh, Gawa. Uh, <laughs> first shade of Kobe is pink. By the end of the interview, he's a tomato. He's saying that Kobe's got fake teeth. He's saying that he got kicked out of American Top Team for owing money. And that's got to be so embarrassing. That's the truth. You know the facade that Kobe has always put on in front of everybody to seem like the man, the myth, the legend. And I give him so much credit. I've interviewed Kobe Covington uh, about five, six years ago maybe. And he wasn't even in the UFC video game. I think it was UFC 2 at the time. To see how far he's come. I mean, I even remember the fight that he had lined up against Robbie Lawler. I was like, there's no way he's going to get past this. This is going to be the end of Kobe Covington. And then finally, we see Kobe rise to the top, to the top. Everyone hated Kobe Covington. And it's so weird to see his best friend now, his former best friend, absolutely rip him apart because look at it my way if if he was still really good friends if they if those two were still really tight you would not be hearing that you would not be hearing that out of his mouth that's the last thing if, if two boys go in and we've seen this on the ultimate fighter how many times where you get two boys getting together or we, we've seen it in the ufc how many times former training partners I mean, Jesus, Francis Ngannou versus uh, Cyril Gain. Those two. I have never seen somebody that used to be friends with a former teammate go that hard. Say you got fake teeth and you know how stuck up Kobe Covington is when it comes to his appearance, the money that he spends for women to hang out with him. 
he just got absolutely destroyed there. So I'm really looking forward to that fight. I don't know how it's going to go down. I mean, I really do think Kobe Covington may take this. But, uh, man, it's definitely going to be an exciting one. I will be covering every second of all the shit talk. And, man, I love the demeanor of Jorge Masvidal here. Once These are the fights that we want to see, right? We want to see guys that are actually fired up, ready to go. They want to go in there and beat the shit out of one another. I mean, the Usman Kobe fights, amazing. But this is the fight to make. So who knows where this fight goes? Um, ho hopefully, Masvidal wins. And I would really like to see Diaz versus Masvidal for the real BMF fucking title. Because we got freaking robbed. I don't want the rock there. I want that fight to go down. And you could say, yeah, Nate got picked apart. But what fight has Nate not got picked apart on? What, what fight has Nate's uh, lead leg not been chewed up? What fights has Nate not come back from? I mean, he's been around for so long. If he's going to retire, I really hope that he retires with the BMF belt. Because in the bottom of our hearts, that he, he's the BMF. Him and his brother. All right, so... There's a lot more to get to here, but let's go to a little little sad news and uh, actually kind of funny and has to do with John Jones. Let's get into our tweet of the week. All right, so this week's unfortunate tweet of the week is going to Johnny Jones, the undefeated champ. I mean, in my heart, he is the champ. He is the GOAT. He hasn't lost. Say what you will about the Matt Hamill fight. I do not care. The 12 to 6 elbow, the behind, I do not care. And he was so young at the time. Let's get that all out of the way. He beat legends. Legends. And this is before USADA. We're talking about Vitor. We're, we're, we're talking about the most insane light heavyweight contenders at the time. Leota choking him out, standing up, and everyone thought it was his time. John Bones Jones has been doing this thing for how long? And yet, his last couple of fights, you know, even his return against OSP, we didn't get to really see him shine. Um... His last couple of fights, we haven't got to see him shine. I mean, uh, unless you're talking about the DC head kick knockout, that's the John Jones that we want to see. Now, we've been going back and forth with the Hublub, uh, the, the Picograms, and this and that. Even had the UFC uproot an entire event to from Vegas to California. From Yeah, from Vegas to California. He's the GOAT right but he cannot catch a break man uh he tweeted out this week if you're not watching here on youtube live right now um i got the tweet up right here and it really actually breaks my heart um so at johnny bones my fiance left me about two months ago today she finalized that she won't be coming back if you were a john jones hater have a toast i feel like shit 
and hate him all you want, guys. Hate John Jones all you want. That hits something inside of me right there. That's actually something so sad. You can tell John is at such a low. And, you know, you may not have even seen the worst of who Johnny is. There's one thing that worries me, you know, especially in fighting. You know, these guys get a, a, a lot of head trauma. He's been fighting since he was a kid. You know, his whole family are professional athletes. They're all successful. He has a lot on his shoulders. When your fiance, your girlfriend leaves you, man, I mean, give give me a thumbs up right now on 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 the YouTube channel if if you if if you feel that. Breakups are never easy. You may hate John Jones, but this for him to sit in here and be saying if you are a John Jones hater, have a toast. I feel like shit. All the things that this man's went through. Where does it go from here? For Johnny Bones getting kicked out of his gym after how, how long how long was he training there what kind of John Jones are we gonna see next when is he coming back he's not even happy with what he's getting paid John Jones is not even happy with what he's been getting paid inside the UFC but there was a little bit of a funny video that came out here's john bones please tell me i put it in here john bones versus the cops that's right john bones versus the police apparently john bones jones headbutted a police vehicle john bones jones i will make a toast to that <laughs> you're gonna headbutt a police vehicle now that 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 could go back we, we've seen fighters do crazy shit we've seen uh darren till still a taxi but the head butt <laughs> you might as well i poked the fucking headlights out too but uh I, I will have a toast to john jones and hopefully his head will get in the right place but right now it's scary man you know at, at the at the point of of where he's at in in his life He's getting older now. I believe he's about my age, about 30, 32. And, uh, you know, he just can't catch a break, but the man is still undefeated. Does he move up to heavyweight? Does he fight Izzy? I mean, there's so many crazy things that have been going out. Uh, you know, Izzy giving uh, Cosmat props. And, uh, man. I just don't know if John Jones is going to have a happy ending here. I really hope he does. You know, when he came back and he won the title back and he was back on top of the cage holding that, that was such a moment. But there was something about that. It did not feel right when he came back. And I think that was the OSP fight or maybe it was the DC fight. I forget, but it just didn't feel like he was happy with, all right, I won the championship belt back that I never lost. But there was something inside of him where he definitely had a couple more demons deep inside that have been affecting him. And it's been going on for a long time. So let me know what you guys think is going to be happening with John Jones. Is he going to get the pay raise? I definitely don't think 
this is going to be the end of him. I don't think his next fight is going to be a loss. But we'll see what happens here. So moving on. What else do we got in store for you? I mean, but man, come on. If that doesn't break your heart. And if John Jones versus the police doesn't crack you up just a little bit. Then uh, you got to back off a little bit. Got to back off a little bit. All right, so moving forward, there's a lot to actually get through here. And I don't know why I'm so all over the place. Um, Johnny Walker back in the news. Let me get back to just me at a full screen here on this episode, on this wild episode of Pure Evil MMA, where Evil Eddie's all over the place. Where's the only me scene? Get me back to the only me scene. All right, back to the only me scene. On this day, Ronda Rousey back in 2013 became the first female to win a UFC fight. You guys saw me tweet about this about a week ago, how much I missed that era of MMA. And somebody tweeted out a couple, uh, couple hours ago, and I loved what they said. People forget how exciting it was a couple of years ago, we were watching Ronda come up, we were watching Connor come up, we were, you know, Bellator was putting on a couple of great events, Mighty Mouse was on the run, uh, there, there, there was a ton of shit going on, UFC getting signed for $4 billion, but losing Ronda to two fights, man, I think that's, you know, I'm going to say it right now, I think that's freaking pathetic, and where the division is right now, you see Chris Cyborg, we spoke about that last week, Chris Cyborg, wanting to come back to the UFC, but Dana White is out of the cyborg business. Ronda Rousey had an interview recently, forgot what show it was on, but she actually hinted towards she may come back at some point. She may come back. I don't want to see her thrown back in there because if you guys remember, after she lost to Holly Holm with the head kick, you know, everyone put Holly Holm on such a huge pedestal, right? Everyone was in love with Holly Holm up until she lost against Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey beat Misha Tate. How many times? How many times did she beat Misha Tate? We didn't want to see that happen, but that was a good way for her to return. But then Amanda Nunes is there, who was actually ranked like number four at the time, I believe. Now, there was nothing to build up besides, you know, here comes Ronda. And she's going up against a striker, a girl that's been on a killing spree. And you throw Ronda right back in there after going through so much. She wasn't mentally prepared. If you saw the ego that she had, and I do believe ego plays a big part. You know, maybe not in ego, but, you know, you gotta, even, even us, when we wake up in the morning, you know, whether you're putting on your favorite kind of fashion, your band tee, your favorite hat. Uh, you're, you're, you're getting a new tattoo. I don't, I don't think Rhonda felt like she was herself anymore. I felt like that was a huge issue coming in. I don't think that she was overlooking Amanda Nunes. But it's sad to see somebody conquer. And then just disappear. Like she never existed. In and out. And if we look at the weight divisions now. I mean, she's a legend. She's done so much for females in the mixed martial arts scene. You know, there was even a time we wanted to see Ronda Rousey box Floyd Mayweather. I mean, we were getting crazy with it. Well, I would love to see Ronda Rousey return. 
I'm not into the wrestling aspect. I'm glad that she's out there doing that. Let me know if you guys agree with me on Twitter at evil under dash echo. Do you think Rhonda is going to be making a return? Because how do you end a legacy like that? That is the saddest thing for all these young girls that have been growing up watching Rhonda. I've interviewed tons of people that even said, listen, I got into this whole thing because of Ronda Rousey. I got into this entire thing because of Ronda Rousey. She helped so many women to go in there and watch her say that she, what's going on, Aaron Romanek? To watch her go in there and lose just two fights, just two fights, and then throw it all away. I just think it, it's such a waste of talent. It's such a waste of talent. So let me know what you guys think as we move forward. Um, also, David Branch, he has not been medically cleared. He will not be participating on an upcoming One Full Circle event. And it's just another sad story in mixed martial arts. David Branch, another guy, tried so hard. He got popped for PEDs after uh, World Series of Fighting, PFL, blah, 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 when they all got signed, Justin Gaethje and Marlon. And unfortunately, David Branch, man, as, as the years go on, it's not looking any better for him. Um, so, as we talk about older age, I will say this. I posted out a video earlier this week where I'm reacting to Uriah Faber's return. Now, you can find that video somewhere on my, on my uh, YouTube somewhere where I'm reacting to it, and I was going nasty because... If you've been watching this sport for as long as most of us have, and when you would hear the music for his walkout, come on, back in the Strike Force days, if you knew the Dominic Cruz fight and everything, the whole history, you always want to root for your eye favor. Now, five, six, seven years ago, his gym, Team Alpha Male, they had killers over there with TJ Dillashaw. Chad Mendes, who apparently um, is still in the testing pool, I've heard recently. Um, even Habib is still in the USADA testing pool. And I've heard rumors of uh, Chad Mendes trying to make a return. Cody Nolove, um, Touchy Philly, Paige Van Zant. I mean, Team Alpha Male was on top of the world. Uriah Faber had a nice little business plan all set up for him. And then shit just fell apart after Ultimate Fighter Season 22. Everything fell apart. And I feel so bad for Uriah Faber because all he wanted to do was return and watch one of these upcoming guys that he's been training. He watched Paige Van Zandt. It's sad to even see Paige Van Zandt leave the UFC. Go over to Bare Knuckle. Did not think that was the right way, the right path for her. But Uriah Faber is hinting at a return. And in that little circle, Aldo versus Cruz, there's been rumors of Jose Aldo versus Dominic Cruz. Now, Aldo being 145 pound champ for so long, Cruz 135 pounds. And you'll even throw Faber, uh, Faber in there. All those on a three-fight win streak, 
And uh, Cruz is ranked number seven right now. Aldo ranked number three. Bantamweight, three for three. Since 2019. Cruz on four out of six wins since 2016. Is that a fight that you guys want to see? I would love to see Jose Aldo go in there and fight somebody like Dominic Cruz. Do you want to see it at 135? Do you want to see it at 145? I mean, these these divisions are getting exciting. Let's, let's actually take a look over at some of those divisions. Who do we got here at Bantamweight? We, of course, we got Aljo first. Peter Jan, TJ Dillashaw at number two. I would love to see TJ go up in there against... Dominic Cruz again because I really still feel from the bottom of my heart that he got robbed in that fight I still think TJ Dillashaw did enough to win that fight Jose Aldo at third Corey Sanhagen in fourth Rob Font our boy at fifth You know, I'm, I'm actually gonna reach out to Rob Font this week. I got to get him back on because he's one of my favorite fighters um, I always have great talks when he comes onto the show, but man He's another one to see come all the way up. A, a name that you did not think would make it this far. Um, you, you know, Marlon back at number 10. Frankie Edgar down at 11. Sean O'Malley, 12. That's another one, guys. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. But I believe in Sugar Shane O'Malley. Sugar Sean, Sugar Shane. I mean, Jesus. Half the other sense how is at the bottom of that weight division, man. He used to stay at number two, number three, number one in bantamweight. Let's go back to the TJ Dillashaw versus uh, the Asuncao days. Jesus Christ, or not not Asuncao. What, what the hell am I talking about? But yeah, um, and then, you know, obviously the featherweight division, Max Holloway, number one, Brian Ortega, Yair Rodriguez is coming up. Uh, the Korean Zombie, Josh Emmett, man, ranked number six right now. Arnold Allen, number seven. Who else in here? Edson Barboza, now down to 10. Bryce Mitchell, number 11. This is a kid I interviewed about six, seven years ago, and he wasn't even allowed to swear because he was living with his uh, parents. Shane Burgos, number 14, another uh, friend of the show here. So let me know what you guys think about this bantamweight fight against Jose Aldo and Dominic Cruz because it's just hard when you look at Dominic Cruz's career when you see these guys who are also doing the commentating you know even even DC and to see the all the upcoming talent you, you got to feel bad at this stage and we've seen it year after year legends that just have gotten brutalized because time just caught up with them. You know, there's been a couple of smart fighters out there. Uh, Henry Cejudo being one of them, GSP being another one, Habib being another one, where you get to the top and you retire. As frustrating as it is, it gives you more, more power. Do, but do people want to see you back? Do you get the immediate title? But man, to see Jose Aldo still in here, he's still like 32 years old, believe it or not. You would think that the guy's 40, but he's been doing this. And this guy's story, if you don't know Jose Aldo's story, don't go watch it on Netflix. There is a documentary on Aldo's story. It's not really that good whatsoever. But 
he started out just sweeping out gyms and was able to train for free. He was relying to eat every time he stepped into the cage. So when you would see him on his knees crying, that was so real because he was fighting to live and to see how far he's come. Say what you will about the Conor McGregor fight. That shit fucking happens. That shit fucking happens. Got into his head. And that gets us to our evil eye of the week. So here we go. Once I find evil eye of the week, we'll be getting into, after we do that, we'll be getting into this upcoming event. Do I not have evil eye of the week set up? Am I freaking blind here, guys? I'm killing you guys. Uh, again, make sure to subscribe down below. Let's just get into this upcoming event. All right, guys. So, Bahabi Green stepping in there once again. He has been destroying everybody. Absolutely everyone. Now, I'm going to bring you to this entire card. Because there are a couple of them on here. They're actually pretty sick. Islam Makachev, 21 and 1. Bobby Green, 29 and 12. Let's take a look at Islam's last couple of fights, man. Because he's been on a freaking tear. Last win, Dan Hooker. 2021 back in October for UFC 267 winning via Kimura he beats Thiago rear naked choke round four five round fight beats Drew Dober arm triangle choke from half guard round three 137 2021 he beats David Ramos via decision he beats Armand Tesserkian via decision. I mean, that's kind of crazy getting those two fights uh, via decision. That's going back to 2019. Uh, Cajun Johnson, he has a beat. Gleason Tebow, wow, what a throwback. Beating him in uh, 57 seconds in round one at UFC 220. Uh, Stipe versus Francis Ngannou, which we were all at the edge of our seats. Uh, before that, went over Nick Lentz via decision and Chris Wade via decision. And his last loss to... Adriano Martins, where he lost round one, one minute, 46 second mark via punches. Now, he's been in the UFC since 2015. And to see these guys go in there, just like Bobby Green. Let's take a look at Bobby Green. He's been doing this shit since forever. 2013, I think. Let's take a look when he got signed to the UFC. Uh, before Strike Force, UFC 156, Aldo versus Edgar. Look at these wins that he's got. Uh, James Krause, Pat Healy, Josh Thompson. You know, you know how big of a win that is? Uh, after that, lost to Edson Barboza, lost to Dustin the Diamond, lost to Rashid Magomedov. Uh, after that, went against Eric Cup. After that, lost to Dracar Close. After that, Francisco Trinaldo. Where's Trinaldo been? Trinaldo's disappeared on us. Where is Trinaldo at? Oh, he, he just fought in October. Wow. That's another name that was uh, coming up. But then we get wins over Clay Guida, 
Lando Venata, man. Lando Venata versus uh, who did who did Lando fight? Almost beat uh, Tony. Tony Ferguson. That was one of the craziest fights he had. Tony Ferguson seeing stars multiple times rocked. I mean, absolutely rocked. Tony, worse than we've ever seen. And Lando, we had no idea who he was besides that he trained with Cub Swanson. But after he was a guy that had so much potential and, and just couldn't get it going. Um, that was also around the time when Habib returned and almost lost a fight against somebody that we barely knew. I forgot that kid's name. Uh, Daryl Horcher. I mean, what happened to him after his motorcycle accident? All right, so let's get to see uh, Bobby Green. He just won via decision. Uh, like last week, he's beat Ally Aquinta. I mean, Shane Shapiro, he lost Nibar round one. This is going to be an exciting fight. Let me know what you guys think. I mean, he's coming in on short notice, but he's still fresh. He really didn't take much of a beating. It was beautiful in his last fight because I love the way that he was utilizing his jab. It, it, it was just beautiful. Son, that reminded me of old school GSP. He was constantly putting on pressure. But uh, if you're going to ask me if I think Bobby Green is afraid of Islam, I, I just don't. I don't think he's afraid of Islam Makhachev. He's got one loss. He's on, I mean, Islam, his ego is right where it needs to be. And damn, is Bobby Green going to give it to him? Now, the talk is, does he deserve, if Bobby Green wins... Does Bob, not Bobby Green, if Islam wins, right, does he deserve a title fight next? I don't agree with that. I think he needs uh, one or two more fights. I mean, if, if you look at the past couple of uh, fights that he's had, yeah, guy's an amazing fighter. He's on a crazy win streak going back to 2016. You know, the fight against Dan Hooker. Drew Dober, Thiago. He's got something good going for him right now. But Bobby Green never backs down. Him nor his father. Is this going to be showing? Okay, odds. Negative 900. Huge favorite. So is that saying that for Bobby Green? That can't be for Bobby Green. He's Bobby Green is definitely not a fucking favorite in that fucking fight. Hold on, hold on a second here. There, there's no way Bobby Green is a 900 favorite in this fight. That's wrong. Okay, Bobby Green is actually, <laughs> okay, makes so much more sense. That had me frazzled. A plus 600, huge underdog. You know what, I wouldn't mind putting uh, $10 on it. Screw it, what's $10 to you? We've seen crazier things happen inside this inside this sport and imagine if bobby green beats islam makachev what he'll turn into kobe covington we will see bobby green turn into kobe covington we will see him come on the mma hour talk a bunch of shit back to ariel hawani i mean this guy you gotta love it man how old is bobby green right now currently because he's only 35 man He's only 35. And yeah, that's a little bit older. You want to see guys in their 20s coming up. But this means that he's got a lot 
a lot of fight IQ. Uh, let's see how old Islam is. He is... Oh, he's, he's my age. 30. Born in 1991. Jesus. Born in 1990. Oscar, come here. No, no, no. Come here. Oscar. Oscar. Don't do it. Don't do it. Come here, buddy. Come here. Good boy. Come here. So let's see what other fights are on this card because there's a lot of them that are uh, sticking out to a lot of us out here. I am going to be thinking about doing some bets. Uh, maybe on the next one, we got Misha, uh, Misha Serkinov going up against Wellington Turman, Priscilla versus Ji-Yeon Kim, Armin versus Yoel Alvarez. Uh, let's see if any names really pop out in here. I'm not really seeing many crazy fights, but man, that, uh, that main event is what I'm going to be tuning in for. And if you're looking at the fights that I have put before you right now, and you're like, oh, I don't really know this one or that one. Guys, go on Tapology. Check out some of these fighters uh, because it, it's crazy. We, we've seen so many fighters make such an amazing impression on us over the years that we had no idea who they were. And then all of a sudden, they're calling out Cowboy Cerrone. I mean, look at Darren Till. Nobody knew who Darren Till was. Until he calls out co uh, uh, Cowboy saying that he is awful Muay Thai. So if, if you're watching a card, especially a UFC card, and you're looking down it, and you're going, oh, I don't really know anyone besides the main event, don't turn away from it. Because those are usually the best fights. And whoever has been matchmaking these uh, recently has been doing an amazing job. I've actually been... Uh, Really, really happy with some of the fights that have been uh, going down. Um, so let's move on from this and get into the evil eye of the week, right? Yeah. All right, so here is the evil eye of the week. We're going to have to go over to my Twitter page because I believe I bookmarked it. See, the, the one thing that you guys know bothers me and bothers me a lot is when the fans here on Twitter, on social media, go in and start attacking these fighters that have busted their freaking asses off to make it to where they are. Now, Jamal Hill, he tweeted out, if you knew what you signed up for, why did you retire after a year in the UFC? Let me bring you guys onto the page so you guys can actually see what the hell I'm talking about here. As I react to this. Alright. Well, let's get you guys a full one though. A full screen. Full number two. Nope. We don't want you Johnny Jones. We don't want you. We want. Jesus man. We'll just stay right here. Alright. So the tweet is. Nerd I was retired. This is, this is from Funky. Oh I, I screwed this all up. 
Evil Eye of the Week. All right. Jamal Hill goes, if you knew what you signed up for, why did you retire after a year in the UFC? You couldn't handle the heat and ran. I don't need fans to love me. I love me. Some me. <laughs> but you're a bit, if you're okay, with people harassing your family. I would expect you to understand an alpha's mind. Now, Funky Ben Askren responds at Ben Askren. Nerd, I was retired. And I love, I love him starting it out with nerd. Nerd, I was retired. Unretired for the opportunity and re-retired to get my hip replaced. Fans are going to be assholes on Twitter. And to be shocked about it is ridiculous. Now, I actually responded to this. Um, and and I, I, I agreed. I said, if, if you're in this sport... You got to expect it. I've interviewed so many fighters where we've had this discussion, but for some reason, I mean, these fighters actually are affected by the shit talk of MMA trolls. And yet, for some reason, they it doesn't matter when they're getting punched in the face. What really bothers them, what bothers them is them getting trolled online. Now, think if you're in middle school and you're getting picked on. These are professional athletes that are throwing down physical pain. And yet, people, they have no idea who they are, what they're up to, who just want to just get a reaction out of somebody who has a, a platform, somebody who's on TV, just so they can be noticed for a second or get under their skin because it gets them high. It's weird. Um... So let's see a couple of these responses. Uh, this is from Humaza343 on Twitter. You think you're doing something here? Most fans respect Johnny Walker and respected Jamal Hill after their losses. It's just the bad ones that don't. To be ridiculed isn't an expectation. That's your expectation because in your heart, you do just for money, nothing else. And man, I, I got to say this about Johnny Walker because I was really rooting for the kid. He was a guy that stepped into the octagon and had such a bright future going for him. Another, another fighter like uh, we saw with Francis Ngannou as he was coming up, uh, like Derek Lewis. I mean, you name it. Even when Travis Brown was coming up. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, you take a sharp left. And now... Look where Johnny Walker's at. He had so much going for him. You can't take one fight, two fights, three fights, and just put your entire career and entire energy into that. That's not you. That's what motivates you. That's what motivates us to wake up. When we see a fighter, uh, for instance, Conor McGregor after his loss, whether you love Conor or hate Conor, after his loss to Nate Diaz and the run that he was on and the millions of people that were tuning in to watch him fight, after he lost, he was humbled about it. He didn't quit like Ronda Rousey. He got focused. He stepped in there and he got the victory. And he yeah, say what you will about what happened in the future. But those are the stories that I love. 
when somebody can look at their career, look at Max Holloway when he got signed to the UFC. Win, loss, win, loss. You know, after the Conrad Gregor fight, he probably was going to get kicked, was going to get booted. He makes an amazing comeback. Look where he is now. It's so insane how far mixed martial arts, the training, uh, the organizations, the rules, it's insane how far most of them have come. But for you to be behind your keyboard on Twitter yelling at athletes, what are you doing, bro? Evil Eye of the Week goes to the MMA trolls that don't make you laugh, that are selfish, and, and just do it for whatever reason. Probably because your little sister, probably because you had sex with your little sister or something. There's something wrong in a lot of these guys' heads. And it's just unfortunate. Uh, also, another evil eye of the week goes to, and it really shouldn't be, really shouldn't be evil eye of the week, but anyone who's judging Meatball Molly, because she's officially come out. Now, I have no idea how that affects anybody. I have no idea how something like that could make you stay up all night, tossing and turning. If you see somebody at Starbucks talking gay, why does that bother you? We're all a little gay. I mean, if... If, you, if your girlfriend doesn't think other girls are attractive or know what an attractive girl looks like, then you're, you're out of your mind. If, if I can't tell what a good-looking guy looks like, then I'm out of my mind. You can tell what an attractive human being looks like. Now, when it comes to love, and me personally, I've had some of the worst relationships, and that's on me, because I've been living a punk star life, I haven't been given a fuck about anything. Man, if I can tell you some of the stories of my past relationships, and then I see my little brother, who actually is gay, and we, we knew it for years since he was a little kid, though, for just from the way he would talk. It never bothered me. It never bothered anybody. Never kept me up at night. I didn't lock my door thinking he was going to break into my room and rape me or do anything crazy. He's a good person. And if you are hating on anybody who is able to go out there and somehow find somebody that makes them happy, that makes them smile, that, that fulfills them, that makes them want to wake up in the morning and do more and build a foundation into a kingdom, into a castle. Why does that bother you? Do you know how hard it is to find? I'd say about 60% of us out here are probably single because we've had rocky relationships. Here, in my, I'm 32 years old. I'm worried about it. I got to get on my game. But how does it bother you? That's like you, you might as well be bothered that you have a best friend. Because basically that's all it is. Just because you're gay doesn't mean you're all about the sex. How many relationships do I have 
with with men that are just on verbal terms how many relationships do you guys have with men that come over and watch the fights with you that you discuss fights with i mean god god jesus guys we tune in to watch guys fight in their freaking underwear we don't like even realize it but somebody can call you a homo for that oh you're a ufc fan why you like watching guys in their underwear So shout out to Meatball Molly and shame on everybody. You're getting the evil eye of the week if you're throwing any shade. Nobody should have to fear coming out. And I give them so much respect for that. I, I know how hard that is. I mean, even when my little brother was setting up his wedding, he was having difficulty finding people that would take photos for him because they weren't against the idea of... Uh, a guy and a guy getting married. Why? Why? Why would, you, why would you be upset that two people are so happy and building an amazing life together that have a healthy relationship? It just, I, I don't get it. Shout out to Meepo and Molly and shame on anybody, anybody that has anything else to say about it. All right, let's get into a couple more things. That I want to discuss. Let's see what else I got written down for you here. Because I know I do. I believe I spoke about Brian Ortega versus Yair. Obviously Nate wanting Dustin. Stipe being the firefighter. Hey man, that might be it. That might be it for this week's uh, MMA news. So I hope you guys enjoyed everything I had <laughs> written. But really thought I had a little more for you guys written down here but I guess I don't I guess that does it for this episode oh no wait I am wrong I am absolutely wrong Kevin Lee is going to be fighting Diego Sanchez for Eagle FC in the main event March 11th so make sure you save that date uh, Aaron Pico versus Jeremy Kennedy Rampage Sun wins second amateur win now, I really wish we can get Rampage to unblock me. I still have no idea why he's blocked me. It really is unfortunate when uh, you see that. I have a couple of, uh, before we end this off, I have a couple of interviews I have set up. We're going to have Robert TQ Turnequest joining me uh, this week, this Sunday. At 7 o'clock, I will be going live here on Twitter. And also... I'm going to be trying to get Jillian Robinson, Rob Font on the show, and Jay Parrott as well. So make sure you guys look out for that. And if you guys want to support the show, I'm going to be dropping merch because all these other options out there right now, it's very difficult to make money as a podcaster. And if I want to take over the scene in 2022, if you guys have any ideas of what you would like from the show, uh, for, for me to do some more different segments, uh, let me know because I was setting up a Patreon. I didn't think you guys would be into that. I know when I ran the merch, which I actually designed myself, we had uh, cell phone cases, we had hoodies, we had tees, uh, and you know, we had fighters that were actually purchasing them. We had uh, a lot of sales on the female leggings, so snapbacks, you name it. So it would be a great help. I'm going to try to drop that as soon as I end today's show because anything will help right now, guys. 
We just got the new Mac running. I hope you guys like the new setup. Make sure to subscribe down below here if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, YouTube. Hit that bell notification. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed today's episode. Went live a little early today for you guys because I'm in a good mood. It's been snowing out there. It's absolutely a mess. It's nothing but ice. And on next episode, I will be showing you guys the new mascot because unfortunately, Sirius Black is no longer with us. Uh, one of my one of my best friends. So now I only have Cotton, Prince, and we just got a new baby. And I named him Fival. So I'll be introducing him as the new mascot. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I'm Evil Eddie from Pure Evil MMA. Remember, without evil, there's no purity. White knuckles silly end. Behave yourselves. Oh, 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 oh,